Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Am I crazy or is this a different microphone today? I don't, maybe I'm losing my mind. I don't know. All right. Feast of St. Bartholomew. You might have noticed that in the gospel that we just heard, uh, it didn't include the name Bartholomew. Anybody catch that? Right? Okay. All right. We heard, we heard this whole thing about Nathaniel and Philip and all of that. Okay. So what's going on? Well, uh, tradition holds that uh, Nathaniel and Bartholomew are, are the same person. Uh, just different usages of the name. Bartolomai would be the Hebrew for son of Ptolemy, and Nathaniel would have been probably his first name. So what you have here is a story of Nathaniel Bartholomew, this, this person. So it's his feast day. So he's one of the 12. He's an apostle. He's a man, as Jesus said, a man of no duplicity, um, a true child of Israel, right? Um, uh, amazing, amazing uh, words about him from the Lord. He is a, he's later martyred in life, uh, a very brutal martyrdom. It, it says that he was filleted alive and then beheaded. If you ever see images of St. Bartholomew, um, like on the back wall of the Sistine Chapel, he's the guy who's holding what looks like a cloak over his arm. But then you notice that that cloak has a face on it. He's holding a skin. Or uh, there's a statue of him at, um, uh, what's the church? It's in Milan. The, the Duomo in Milan. This amazing statue, the sculpture, and he's got this drapery all around him. And again, you notice, you're like, huh, I think that's his skin. It is. It's crazy. All right. So what you have here is this, uh, in the gospel today, you have this somewhat bizarre encounter, this bizarre exchange between Jesus and Nathaniel, Jesus and Bartholomew, where it just seems a little bit disproportionate, right? It seems like like, for what Jesus says, Nathaniel's response, Bartholomew's response, seems just, like, so over the top, right? He says, uh, I saw you. He says, how do you know me? He says, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. And then Nathaniel Bartholomew's response is, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You're the king of Israel. It's like, whoa, okay. Like, it's a kind of response of faith, a declaration of faith that's on par with 
Peter, like, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Or Mary, or Mar- Mary and Martha saying, like, I, we've come to believe that you are the, the Son of God, the resurrection, of the life, right? All of those things. All right, so what's going on here? By the way, this scene, this encounter between Bartholomew and Jesus, if you haven't yet started watching the Chosen series, uh, ch- the season two, episode two, has a powerful, powerful depiction of this. No, you know, no spoilers, but it is so beautifully depicted, unpacking the dynamics of this whole encounter. I think some of the biblical underpinnings are, are really powerful too. So you've got Nathaniel Bartholomew. What is he doing sitting under this fig tree? Um, and why would it have meant so much for him to have been seen doing this? Like, why, would it, why did it elicit this response of, you are the Son of God, you're the King of Israel? Well, a lot of it has to do with what the ancient Jews believed in, kind of the way that they were anticipating the coming of the Messiah, right? So in ancient Judaism, what they would often do were these prophetic enactments of the signs that were supposed to accompany the coming of the Messiah. So here's what I mean. So like you hear in the Old Testament different points, like Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Isaiah, those, those prophets, you hear, especially in Ezekiel, one of the prophecies that when, when the Messiah comes, the temple will be illuminated all day and all night. Um, there will be this, this emanating light coming forth from the temple. So in order to enact or pre-enact that, uh, that experience, a mystical experience, they took this, they created this gigantic menorah, this gigantic lamp, and they burned this huge lamp in the center, more or less, of the temple area depicting or enacting what it was going to be like when the Messiah came, all of this light coming forth from it. Or another prophecy, uh, right from Ezekiel, when he comes, when the Messiah comes, a river will flow from the altar of the temple. This river will burst forth. So what they would do, so they would gather thousands of gallons of water in these huge containers, and they would just pour the water out over the, over the altar, out of the temple, simulating this, this river. Okay, what about this fig tree, right? So we have this powerful prophecy from the prophet Micah, chapter 4. Listen to this. It shall come to pass in the later days that the mountain of the house, the mountain of the, house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised up above the hills, and people shall flow to it. And many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his true paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples and shall decide for strong nations afar off. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift the sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Okay, so he's talking about this, this coming of the Messiah. All of these things are going to happen. And then he adds this. And they shall sit, every man under his vine, and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all the peoples walk, each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. So for the people of Israel, this was a very powerful prophecy, speaking of like the coming of the time of the Messiah. So you have Nathaniel, Bartholomew, out there by himself, sitting under a fig tree, prayerfully inviting the Messiah to come, ushering in the time of redemption and restoration. And what Je- like the reason why this elicits such a response from him, from Jesus, is Jesus says, like, I saw you there. I saw you in that moment. I saw you inviting me in, and now here I am, right? 
And I love Jesus' response uh, back to Nathaniel Bartholomew. He says, and his, basically he's saying, you think that's amazing? Basically he's saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. You've just not seen anything yet. I just want to invite us again, maybe calling upon the intercession of uh, St. Bartholomew, this amazing man of no duplicity, this true son of Israel, like this heart that was aching and yearning and then received in Jesus the fulfillment of his desires. Like it's a signpost to us of that, like the Lord does indeed come to fulfill our desires. He is the son of God. He is the one who's come to save and restore all things. So let's call upon his intercession today as we uh, just open our hearts again to Jesus who comes to meet us in our heart's ache. Amen.